podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel Podcast with Flav talking about this with the sound of the can opening in the background. Open the can then. No, but like, what you did that to me is like, if I don't, if I don't have talking about this, <laughs> like the sound of a in there the background. There you go. Is it really a podcast? It isn't really a podcast. It doesn't exist. Only in your minds. The, I, don't know, I don't know what that means. I'm joined by Adam Boltwood. Hello. And we've got a very forlorn and, and kind of washed out cave. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm yeah. surviving. You've yeah. had three days in Cannes. I have. You, been watching the World Cup. you don't realise it's a World Cup podcast. I did watch a few games while I was out there, but they were kind of like bits of games, so I didn't quite catch all of them. Last weekend I went mad, had all nine games uninterrupted every minute of every game, but I've kind of let myself down this Have, have you been enjoying it? It's been amazing. Hasn't it? I love it. It's it been a great feels World Cup. so exciting. What, what was that shake of the head for? Yeah, today. Has it been a great World Cup? Yes! Really? I think it started really well. It was like, yeah, it's fantastic. It's so much fun. But the last couple of games, I mean, we did have Messi and Argentina getting hammered last night by our very own Luka Modric. That was a great game. <laughs> yeah, and but, if you're interested you know. and don't know already, I work for Ball Street, as does Adam. Yeah. And uh, we did an excellent reaction directly after oh, the game. The insight was Go on the, the Ball Street YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Ball Street. 
I think that game is sort of good plug. Uh, that game is sort of maybe revitalised Manchester a little bit. But we had the Uruguay game, which was terrible. The Portugal game, which was terrible. It was all like one nils. It was all a bit. Uh, Do you get invited to many parties then? No, I just. You know what? <laughs> I think I'm just a bit. You know, you get a bit. It's a bit too much. Yeah. It's too much football. Because like, yeah. we work for watching every single I game. Know, I know. And when they're when they're not so good. You know, See, I've, I've found it. Whereas because we've had every game in the office, and we're kind of allowed to keep an eye on it. Yeah. Um, it's a job. Yeah. It's been it's been good. I've I've enjoyed it. I've got into it. I've, I, there's little storylines around every club team at the moment, which I'm kind of enjoying. Watch fold out. Um, obviously, a massive massive storyline is England and, and how football is coming home. That's a segue. Is. That was a segue, isn't it? Everybody says that. Think people are getting carried. It's become a bit of a meme, hasn't it? Like football's coming home. We've yeah. won one game, but. Do you feel pretty optimistic now? Yeah. Obviously, you see all the other big teams struggling. That's what it is, though. I don't think it's it's so much down to England's performances. Mm. It's more a case of, like, oh, Germany, Germany didn't win. Mm. Football's coming home. Brazil struggling. Brazil yeah, only football's just, coming yeah. home. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Argentina losing. Football's coming home. Yeah. You know, it's... it's <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with being optimistic and everyone being together. No, but it feels a bit unusual. Yeah. Like, you, you, like, in the last of the World Cups, we've, well, the first, 2010, when we lost that opening game, then we had to draw it to USA. Yeah. Rob Green's howler. Yeah. The yeah. last one was a draw against Italy. Yeah. It, they, they all started on a bit of a downer. It feels weird to kind of be like, hang on, this is a young mm. team. I think that's what it is. There was so much optimism going into it. The last week or so, we were like, hang on a minute, we could do something here. We had some good results in the friendlies, conceded one goal and played some very good opposition in the run-up to the World Cup. We mm-hmm. played, uh, played Germany. Netherlands. Netherlands. We played, Netherlands. We played yep. um, and, and we did okay there. So everyone was like founded optimism. And uh, we go go into that game and the first 10 minutes we just blitzed them. We were all over them. And you're thinking, good, actually, this is founded. This is not... Mm-hmm. We're not being crazy here. Um, but the most important thing is that everybody maintains this level of optimism until... It's time that we can to to, 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 yeah, to go <laughs> to on, not. and then and then obviously what's going to happen is our oh, Southgate was never good enough. This squad was too I young. I hope not because I feel like if we got to, I feel like now everyone wants to and expects almost to get to the quarterfinals at least. Yeah, I think if England did that, I'd be happy. I'd be like, well, fair play, well, yeah, well done. We can build on this. And he, if you get past that, fuck me, it's like insane. You get to the semi-finals of the World Cup, that'd be incredible. So I don't think it will be. Oh, Southgate's been a failure. I think anything they do now, if they get past round sixteen. It'll be a success, and everyone will be judging it as a success. Because you, you look back at 1990, and we, we, got, we were decent in the semi-final against the eventual winners in West Germany. That's our generation, though. We look back at 1990 with such fondness, but, the, but, but that's yeah. it. That's what we've got. But it's, it's I mean, a completely different team. <laughs> but I'm not saying I had any well recognition <laughs> of it. But, you can say Euro 96. Everyone's talking about Euro 96. The, Last time we got to the semi-finals the, of the tournament. The residual... Uh, effect of that game yeah. is that we, we're all aware of it, even though that you was only two at the time. Um, we have this expectancy that the team should be getting to like a particular level and it should be getting so far through a tournament, whereas we haven't actually done that for so many years now. It's not based on anything apart from the fact that we've got a lot of very rich, overplayed players in our squad that should be doing better as a team, but, yeah. but England haven't been good as a team for a very, very long time. It's more realistic now, though, surely, because after 2010, it was like... Oh I, I think, think 2010 we went to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're like, mm, actually, I think it's realism the, set in over the last eight, ten years. Yeah, and and and, and that's, that's fine. That's fine. fine. It's healthy yeah, because we're fine. We're a decent yeah. team. I mean, it's like the equivalent of thinking Spurs are going to win the league every year. Well, but I do think that. Every but I think year. maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's next season. Yeah, but, but I think I, I think it is is a good sign that 
that now this optimism that we have does feel a bit more genuine than it's been in previous years. And it's when we have a team that isn't necessarily packed full of superstars and players that might yeah. actually perform yeah. as a team together. It seems to have got the the nation kind of like backing them in, in a better way than we have in the past. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's what we need. Um, obviously, I think it's helped by the fact that we've got Panama in our group. And people expect us to roll them over. We had that yeah. the, the trickiest game in this is Belgium, but our fate would all, all pretty much already been decided. Mm. We draw two of those games. You're thinking going into that Belgian game it would have been very difficult. Yeah, we beat Tunisia in that last gasp. You know, great goal by. Well, it was a great goal actually. The way I think people are almost underrated how good the header was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's such yeah, a yeah. narrow angle and like, yeah. the, the space he had to head into, and the, and the time at which he had to yeah. decide. It's almost it was instinctual. It's almost like he's a world class player. Almost, almost as if. Um, yeah. So, so we're going into Panama, um, and you know you'd expect us to roll them over. Although they are kind of a well organised, highly energetic team, mm. albeit ancient. Like four, <laughs> four 30s, of their yeah. main, main players are like 36, 37. Yeah. <laughs> and we did it at another preview on Bullshit, another plug. Um, and we realised that the three star players are 36, 36 and 37. Mm. Um, and these players are, wouldn't get into any Premier League in any, any shape or form. But what they do have is organisation mm. and um, an energy and a togetherness that only gets you so far. And I'm assuming that England will walk through them. My question is, do we need to change the formation? Do we need three at the back to beat Panama? Uh, I kind of think I'm with Gareth Southgate. Gareth Southgate's come out and said, the best team, stick with their system. He wants to stick with this this style of play and these tactics, so the players are used to it. They know exactly what they're doing the further we go through the tournament. So I think it's smart on his part. I would like to see maybe a little bit of rotation in the team, maybe mm. Rashford coming in. Uh, Loftus-Cheek looks like he's coming in for Ali as well. So I think give some of those other players a little bit of a chance to, to get, their, get their experience in the World Cup. So you say think, Rashford, though. Who, who, who for? For me, Rashford for Sterling. I'd oh, like really? to see that. Uh, yeah, I'd like yeah. to see Rashford start. I think a lot of people like to see that. Yeah. That would be a popular choice. I'm not to say Sterling deserves to be dropped because it was a terrible performance in the last game. I think it would just be good to give Rashford a start and see what he can do mm. going into that game against Belgium and going into the knockout stage. Do you think Sterling's mentality is there? So he's played 21 games for England. He's never really shone. Uh, in those times uh, so certainly he might play more yeah. than that but he hasn't scored in 21 so I'm wondering if given the fact that football is you know I'm pulling this out of my ass, but 50% mental and 50% talent <laughs> yeah. do you know what wow. I mean whatever it is you know I'm, yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying is that you need to be on board <laughs> mentally and he obviously has a massive issue with the press the press have a massive, massive issue with him a lot of English English fans uh, have come out and, and kind of criticised him before. Do you think he's going into these England games not in the right shape mentally, and that's why he's not performing? Well, there's always been a bit of a thing for for you know for the for the, for the club players going to England duty and not really John Barnes. enjoying it. For John Barnes, John Barnes, it was always it was always aimed at him. Funnily enough, another black player. Yeah, lead that there. Well, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things there that are kind of. Hanging over, I think the the national team and and for years, you know, you, you hear interviews with ex players and they say that they dreaded going on international duty because they know that what the first thing that they do wrong, they put one foot wrong and the press is going to be all over them. So if you've got a player that is being systematically singled out, it's it's not going to be easy. You can't expect yeah. them to go into a game and just be like, right, yep, totally up for this. Mm. Really going to go for it and give it my best, you know. I, I think Sterling is a bit of a he, he's a bit of a hot and cold player anyway because 
what he's good at, it, it can always go one or two ways. He can get the ball stuck under his feet yeah. every time he gets into one of those really good positions for a whole game, and it looks like he's had a terrible game. Then the next one, he just plays a few key passes or gets a goal, gets a shot off, and it looks like he's had a fantastic game. Mm. So I, th- I think it's it's bad to kind of judge him just on the stat. It's tough, isn't it? It's tough for Southgate because he's got the decision of, you know, you're saying there, does he have the right mentality? Does dropping him in the second game of the, the World Cup really help if that's mm-hmm. the case? Exactly. At the same time, you know, Rashford, does he deserve a chance? Is he better off the bench? Mm. I think these are things Gav says Southgate's got away up. Uh, and, and speaking of the role in the press, they uh, today leaked the first 11 or it might be Did yesterday. they leak it? Well, <laughs> was it leaked? Was, it, was yeah. it left lying around? Steve Holland. Um, so Steve Holland had this uh, notepad. Yeah, and he had the it, formation all laid out. And so formation and it tucked, and some crafty photographer has taken a picture of it. Uh, as I understand the story to be, the British press broke the story about the squad. This is what we're going to do. Sterling likes it's going to be dropped for Rashford. It's for called, yeah, it's caused quite a stir, hasn't it? A lot yeah. of people saw as Southgate came out and sort of said, you know, uh, he'd rather the English media was on his side and wasn't leaking details that could potentially hurt the team. And Walker also said, said you're supposed to be with us. Yeah. He said you could have done us a favour right. by not doing that. At the and same it's, time. it's just the, the debate, isn't it? Like, yeah. journal, journalists are journalists. It's their job to report the information that they find or come across. Maybe if it wasn't Panama, I'd have more of an issue. Say if we were going into the semi-final against Germany and then this happened, I think it would be a bigger debate. And so maybe it's a good thing it's going now. But at the same time, like, we all know how England are going to play. We know they're going to stick with this system. We know... Potentially, Loftus-Cheek is coming in for Ali. We know Rashford could start over Sterling, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out the way England are going to play. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. the Panama coach is going to know that. I don't necessarily think it does hurt England. So it doesn't really matter in this instance. No. If it was Lefebvre on in the competition, maybe. Yeah. So say we were going to change our system for Belgium that they planned this for a long. Yeah. Match. Then you'd hope yeah. maybe. The but then is, is the role of the press though? Is it to just report information? Is it about not having bias? I mean, the thing is, they, yes. they, I guess it is they, that. It is. Technically, sure. if they were doing their jobs, they would be. Say, if Southgate went, right, I'm going four at the back now, it's four, blah, blah, blah. It is their job to report that, really? But at the same time, I don't know, you get yourself in a tricky situation if you're doing people favours, be it in sport or otherwise. Yeah, yeah, they, just, they have to remain uh, uh, objective. Yeah. But um, what I would say is that. Steve Holland's fault at the end of the day. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, like he's well, got to be yeah. conscious of that. It's it's stupidity. Like, oh, you could have done us a favour to the press that well. But what, why? You why? need to be more careful in this situation where all the eyes are on you. So we, we we could have a conversation about what our England team would be. Mm. We wouldn't need to write it down and carry it around with us. <laughs> well, yeah. why, why have they done that? Yeah. Like, why is this, just in case I forget what we're doing in three yeah, days' yeah. time. And walked into that kind of like, <laughs> open session with it on a piece of paper oh, that yeah. happens to be the top sheet in his little stack so of paper. So, what we're saying is sack Steve Holland. Basically. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a blessing this guy's He's not going to do that again. If it does happen, then I think, you know, the, the British press maybe will think twice about it in the last stages of the competition. But, I mean, it feels oh, good. If, it I, was, over if I was Steve Holland in, in the next training session, I'd just draw a massive penis. Fuck off. Yeah. 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 Fuck just off. have it poking out <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. folder. That would be incredible. Uh, <laughs> Dele Alli is likely to miss the game. Injury for sort of five. Um, would you like to see Loss of Cheek given a go? From Absolutely. The start? Really, really like watching him come and play for England. Yeah. We'd love him at Spurs. Yeah. He's like our Dembele replacement potentially, isn't he? He's got that physicality, he's got a good touch, seems to read the game fairly well. Yeah. Got a lot of energy. Good looking boat. Well, that always helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, good loft of shit. Yeah, like he's got the physique of a, of a, 
a man that women would fawn after. You, you thought about this? Yeah, I have. Because yeah, I was yeah. thinking, if there, if, if there are a few men on this planet who could take my missus from me... Yeah. Ruben Loftus-Cheek is one of them. That is such a random... Loftus-Cheek is one of them. Ruben Loftus-Cheek And this is just what you think, you haven't actually asked her. No, I'm sure she doesn't know that he exists. Right. Think, do you think Ruben Loftus-Cheek is the most... Attractive... Pleasing... On the aesthetic uh, Yes, undoubtedly. Is it, it's got to be him or Jamie Vardy. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. Uh, yeah, I suppose no. I haven't really thought about it, but you're right. Yeah, Lost of Cheek is, uh, is, is a beautiful human being. And it's also always easier to support pretty people. I don't know why. Is it? It's, I don't know, it's an inside prejudice of mine, but yeah, for me. That's the, that was like Real Madrid's policy, wasn't it? They didn't want to sign Ronaldinho, that's like, too ugly. Yeah, Not yeah, so, no, I get it completely. So you're, you're on board with that. Oh, absolutely. That's why I hope we don't get Modric. Do you think, Modric, yeah, you do you think that makes it incredibly difficult to get behind... Uh, Ribbery. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Get in the bin. Just, just yeah. like he doesn't. Nobody actually. Get not even his own fans no, support him. No, I mean, he could have left by many times, but they looked yeah. at, gave you one look at him. And you said nah. you wouldn't resign Modric because you're a shallow, selfish human being. Yeah, and yeah. and that means more to me than than the the uh, happiness of all Spurs fans. <laughs> uh, jokes aside, Modric uh, has been mooted that Spurs are going to go all out to get him back. No, yeah. he said this. The internet. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the same people that said Bale's coming back. Yeah, yeah. them as well. They got killed quickly, didn't they? Uh, we had a good question. I fucking forgot, missed it. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but thank you for sending the question. <laughs> I said it on you, mate. Yeah. They know who they so, are. So you've got two, two choices to come back. You've oh, got Modric or Bale. Yeah. One joins Tottenham, one joins Arsenal. Which, one do you, how, which way do you go? I'd actually... Uh, yeah, I'd take Modric. Well, I'd give take, Arsenal Bale. Yeah, because I think, you know, if you're trying to... To uh, think positively about it, he'd be like, I oh, give him bail, but he's going to get injured. You know, his injury priority, he's not going to be able to play as many games. Someone like Modric, I think Spurs lack that a bit of creativity from deep. It would actually suit us better mm. than than having Gareth Bale potentially. I think that's how I would try and spin I, it. Maybe. I would. I don't know. I would go. I think it would upset me more to see Gareth Bale playing. That's true. For that's, Arsenal. that's true. So for that reason, I would take Bale given Modric, but I think they probably benefit more out from of Modric, that yeah. than we would. Uh, that, that question was from A.D. Pearson on, uh, on Twitter. That's Thank a you. horrible question. Thank Please you very much. Do that okay. um, sorry for the pause. Um, where are we? <laughs> Croatia. But Modric did put an amazing performance Thank against Argentina. Much. He did, didn't he? That. It was incredible. Oh, that beautiful it goal. Was great, yeah, fantastic goal. Um, I was, I've talked about it a lot in the office, but... Rakitic and Modric as a midfield duo can I mean though you, you can win competitions with those two in the absolutely it, it was uh, a super Modric scored obviously a great goal and that made you know, it reminded me of the sort of way he, he struck the ball when he played at Spurs. Um, if we could sign Rakitic with him, that'd be nice. Yeah, we we'll just go and get Barcelona that. and Real Madrid. Like, 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 yeah, best two Realistically, we're going to end up with uh, who's the bloke that plays Barcelona? Andre Gomez. That's, really it, that's who we're going to get, isn't it? So we yeah, yeah. get a link with him. Yeah, we yeah. did. Tell me about him, because I don't know. I know Portuguese, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't even make the starting 11. Portuguese midfielder, but he sort of was signed by Barcelona for a lot of money. Their transfer policy has been pretty uh, scattergun in the past few years. So he hasn't really lived up to expectations. They're trying to flog him off. And, and, and one of those clubs who are interested in. And he doesn't play for Portugal or or He or does Barcelona. play for Has he played in this World Cup? He's... No. A, he, He's there with the squad, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's played. I don't yet. think he's played yet. He and that's a made fucking bog standard squad, apart from Ronaldo aside. In midfield, I don't think. Jao Mario, West Ham's Jao Mario gets into that squad. West Ham's very. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not. Yeah, 
Let's just hope that he doesn't come to Spurs. Um, um, did you see Ericsson's goal? I haven't seen it yet. That's the oh. Is it yesterday or today? Yesterday. Yes. Uh, yeah, yesterday lunchtime. There's something about his it. technique when he, when, when he shoots yeah. that it's just like... It's a little bit computer gamey in in the way that the ball just flies exactly where you would want it to go. Yeah, with such power yeah. and so straight, like it's, he I, had no right to get the connection he did on no, that ball. It it, was the way he shaped up, it's very awkward. The setup was pretty was, tasty as well, beautiful. wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it just smashes it into the net. Scores thirteen goals in fifteen games for for Denmark, and we know how important he is. He but plays a different role for them, doesn't he? To the way that he does for us, like it, he's he's more important for for them than he is for us, but in a completely that, different way. Apart from Sisto, he's probably the only really standout player. The rest of them are quite rudimentary. They don't have a goal scorer, do they? That's the no. problem. He he is their goal scorer. They don't have a have a striker that really. Well, that returns not too bad. Out. No, that's amazing. Yeah, that midfielder. Um, who, who has been just out, out off the cuff? Who, who's, who's been your team at the tournament so far? Gracious, fresh in the mind, isn't it? Yeah. Mexico are obviously fantastic against Germany. I'm interested to see what they well. do. It's Sweden, yeah. isn't it? Who they play next? Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, yeah, I think one of those two, really. I was really impressed with both Serbia and Switzerland. Oh, can mm. we get in? And, and they are playing tonight, oh, which yeah. is going to be a Potentially, I don't know if it's just the media building it up, but it's potentially going to be a bit of a ding dong because Oof. there's a bit of like political fuel behind that one. Oh yeah, this is the Albania thing. Yeah, so like like th- three or four of the the Swiss players of of like Kosovo and Albanian heritage, and obviously with the conflict with in that area of the world with Serbia, they're going to be wearing like the Albania flag on their boots or something. Which is a bit weird. I think the media is probably like I think the Serbian media is maybe bumping it up a little bit, and everybody else is picking up on it. Yeah. But I'm sure that that there will be something to it. I love a bit of politics in football, though. You know, yeah. people used to separate football from politics. I'm saying get more in. <laughs> yeah, let's more, bring more, more in. More. Yeah, like whatever problems the two countries have. Yeah, the players should wear symbols of that. That issue. So, for example, previously, if a USA played North Korea, they should have nuclear bombs on there. Right. Yeah, just to show these are the issues between two countries currently. Well, what about maybe if in every international competitive game, each team is forced to field a politician? Amazing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's who, would you, who would you pick for England? Boris Johnson. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, he's he's a menace. Without doubt. He's an absolute menace. <laughs> yeah, he's, seen, he's seen that charity yeah. game where he just got by someone, yeah. yeah. Um, it was German. Koluka made his 100th appearance for Croatia. How the How fuck is he, is he still playing? Do you know, I looked this up, he's 32. I assume no, he what? is not. He's 32. He's not. I assumed he must That's be science. like 37, <laughs> he's 38. He's absolutely not 32 years old. Is he lying about his age? He, no, Caveman's lying about, <laughs> just for no reason, lying about his age. He's 32 years old. What the fuck? Yeah, see, he's been around for. Months. I think he looked older than he was when he played for us, and the fact it's that like he, he moved so slowly. It's because he had that funny like run. What? Looks what? a bit like he's got problems the with his Berbatov for the fullbacks. That's it. Um, <laughs> that's madness. He's I know it's nuts, nuts, isn't it? I'm like, how is he still getting this crochet team? He's like ancient. He must be 40 years old. Right when he was like 26, should have kept him. I, kept I, him. I don't know if he was ever good enough. I, I quite liked him. I did like him. Yeah, yeah, no, Solid. He was dependable. Nothing special. But, but I, well, I, I thought he had glimpses of being special, but other than that, just garbage. Manager liked him. him. Yeah. Harry really liked him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he played right back, didn't he, Yeah. But he had no pace. Like in the modern game, absolutely, absolutely none. had no value. <laughs> he had to revert to being a centre back. Otherwise, who's he even played for now? He's in uh, Locomotive um, Moscow. Yeah, he's in Russia. How do we all know he plays for Locomotive Moscow? Yes. 130 appearances. Yeah. Incredible. 
Um, and he we, made, sorry, he made his home of appearance. So did Hugo. Well, for France. France. Wow. Oh, there you go. I mean, you'd expect that, though. Yeah. Laurie's is yeah. like... Because he's class. Yeah, after Frey, probably the best France goalkeeper in living memory. Um, or maybe even before Frey. But, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Who cares, really? It's good for you guys, but... Um, Rebic, the guy who scored that goal, you know, after uh, Calabero... Uh, assist from Caballero. Caballero, yeah. sorry. Uh, it was terrible kick-out. It's a strange, 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 strange thing to do, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and we thought, when we was watching it, uh, that he was left-footed, and that's why he did it. But no, he's he's not. 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 No, he's not. He sworn. It does look like somebody's taking a swing at the ball with the wrong foot. Absolutely, and yeah. They really and a lovely finish for, just... from uh, Rebic, yeah. who has lovely. been linked with Spurs from his team, Eintracht. Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah, for £26 million. Now, what I saw of him, and to be fair, I didn't even know he existed before that game. Mm. What I saw of him, I thought, nah. I thought, I thought, I thought he was mm. okay. Did you? Decent. What sound did you say? bad. Mm. Right. A couple I've of, seen uh, enough of him to really... Because yeah. the thing is, you, you get you get a couple of games in the World Cup where you're like, oh, he's definitely, definitely the player we need. Like, Yeah, but he might have three good games a season and then just sort of like disappear in, did, in games. Like, he you, did you do that an absolutely him. beautiful dummy left frame, mm. which was incredible. And one of them, Argentinian animals, uh, took him down. <laughs> they had a few weird-looking blokes, didn't they? Uh, we were talking about it. We were watching it. Uh, <laughs> he's weird. He, that's weird. He's weird he's, that's a weird guy. Look at that one. They had they had five or six absolute monsters in their side. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean like monsters bolt like. What people, like someone yeah. had men with no necks sort of thing. Yeah, like, like someone set fire to a Wellington boot. It's true planet. though. Like we were talking afterwards, it's, it's an obvious topic to discuss. It's like, oh, you know, oh, Messi, you can't lead this team to World Cup. When you look at the team, you're like, he has to lead. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah, who's yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Caballero's passing it out for a goal straight away. Like, no well, chance. What the fuck is he supposed to do? Caballero played like three games for Chelsea yeah. and they're starting goalkeeper. Yeah. You knew when the national anthem was on and Messi's like, fucking hell, Caballero's in goal. It's like, yeah, you know, you, know, you can sympathise with him. Did you hear what Dembele said today? No. He said, Dembele... He said, sorry, uh, he said, <laughs> he said, 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 I feel um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I just. I'd, oh, that's that's a nice story as well. Going back to Fulham. He's nah, going to go to China. Lo- he's going for a payday, surely. And, we, and, and you know what? All you know, fair good, play. Fair, Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. Are you, are you still of the position that, or the opinion that he's, you know, it's fine. He's he's done his time at Spurs. He's time to go. I think that if he is happy to play for us for another season, we should absolutely keep him yeah. because it's not as if this season we went. Oh look, his yeah, his days are up. You know, his, he, he can't he can't play enough games. He, he's, he's getting a bit slow. Like he had probably a better season this year than he has done for, for us for a few years. Yeah, there was a period of the start of the season where people were saying that about Dembele. Yeah, and then he just time. kicked. And there was like a run of three or four games as Man United Arsenal, etc. Wow, he's just incredible. Yeah, the Juve so game. I think yeah, he could be a very useful squad player. Yeah, but at the same time, I wouldn't. Begrudge Potch said, okay, it's time, it's time to move on. And it's time he, to get a, a younger replacement in for the long term. He himself has said, I'm not sure whether I can exactly. play under Potch for another season. So he either is a squad player, he comes in for key games, yeah. or that for know, me, rotates. I, I imagine him getting home and going, oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's physically demanding. Fucked. Today, again. Once again. All right, Craig. 
What are you wishing for? Come here. Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Chelsea fan. He is a Chelsea fan. Um, Yeah, he gets home. He looks at his beautiful missus and lovely little kid, or one expecting, I'm not sure, I can't remember. And he goes, I can't pick up the kid. (laughs) Touches. He's done double run for that. He's done it again. He's done it again. But I love him. He's got to go. Did you, um, Please, didn't you get him out of the club, or I've got to go? <laughs> Did you see the messages that he sent to um, to Harry Kane? Who to Bella? No, uh, uh, oh, Potch. Potch, yeah. Potch. You know, he said uh, full of love. Sent loads and loads of heart messages, and, really, uh, and uh, like a little praise, praise hands, and says, "Well done, come on, England." Really? Harry, Harry was like, "He's not just my manager; he's my mate." That's lovely, isn't it? Isn't it lovely? And another one, uh, uh, Pochettino said. He said, uh, I, "I watched a game." And uh, when Kane scored, I celebrated as if I was an England fan. He says, I can't do that in the Premier League because I have to be the manager. <laughs> <laughs> but when it ain't Tottenham, he's going mental. God, I love him. Imagine Kane jumping love around to his see front room going, yes! Yeah, yeah. Get him, Harry! Potch, is not it? Well, Mate, Argentina, he, Argentina won't be happy with that. He absolutely loves these kids. Yeah, but, you know, Argentina are an embarrassment. <laughs> Embarrassments <laughs> of football. Fair. Just uh, a fair assessment. It, well, I mean, their, their, their performance yesterday was shocking. Did you yeah. not think it? Like, the, the I was tactically I was in, taken inept. aback. Yeah, because even like, you know, even when you watch a poor team play, even like, you know, Manchester United are torturous to watch. You can sort of see what they're trying to do yeah. a little there's bit. There's a method to it, isn't there? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some sort of method, although you could criticise, you know. You know, Zaki says, I don't know what they're doing. But for Argentina, you're just like, what formation is this? What are the tactics? Are they going wide? Are they trying to get the ball to Messi in the middle? It just, I didn't have a clue what was going on. Yeah, like you could, even with, you know, I know that they don't have particularly good, like, defenders and, and stuff yeah. in this generation of Argentine footballers, but surely, surely any half-decent manager can just get a couple of it'd be nice if they, they get through and we somehow draw them in the semis and, and, uh, or quarters there's no way and, and actually yeah, just smash their guts in because we've, they've, they've done us over and over again like that wouldn't you yeah absolutely fucking, I mean not, not on the political sense Nothing about Falklands. It's just they've. So we're not playing Boris Johnson. They can still go through. No, no. Nigeria I think win? we should put uh, Nigeria will one nil up. But I heard a cheer from upstairs. So I'm not sure. Yeah, it was one nil when we left. So it's it? not the end for them, is it? What is the score? Uh, Sigurdsson misses penalty after Moose oh, double. So it's two nil. It's two nil. Bosh. So Iceland are on that whole one group point. Nigeria on three open. points. Argentina are on one point. So that's good. If Argentina beat Nigeria, they're, they're out. They're they're in they're in the group. So Argentina need to beat Nigeria and they need Croatia to beat Iceland basically. But Croatia are already through. And Croatia, Croatia will run over Iceland, won't they? All right, Sam. Yeah. Sam, come here a minute. What? Come here. Yeah. Uh, this is a podcast. The point got podcast. Sit down for two seconds. All right, fine. Uh, this is Sam. Say hello. Hello. Uh, Sam supports Man United. And he's from Essex. There we go, get right, off. Want me to mug me off? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I just said that um, we're, me, me, me and Sam are, and James are going to be getting in a van, aren't we? Yeah. Where are we going? Russia, mate. Have you got tickets for the game? <laughs> no. Brilliant. So uh, uh, the, the next two podcasts from the Fighting Cock are going to be me, Sam and James. So on the this way is, to Russia. This is, this is Sam, we're on our way to Russia. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and get tickets by getting into uh, the game against uh, uh, Belgium. Um, so a lot of fun's going to be had. A lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a nightmare planning this trip. Yeah, you haven't planned any of it. <laughs> well, I'm the talent. <laughs> what, talent. So what do you reckon? You do you reckon? Do you reckon um, when, when Harry Kane sets on the pitch for England, he's planned the flights, the hotels, 
and all that shit. You're not Harry Kane. <laughs> You're not in the 5% I am, Harry I am Kane. definitely Harry Kane in the, in the talent stakes. Uh, yeah, but more of Sam soon. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, there was another, one more question before we go. Um, yes, uh, Jeremy Lockley. He says, could, yeah, there could be eight Spurs players on the pitch where England played uh, Belgium. How does this make you feel? And will the fact that they know each other so well have any impact on the game? Oh, how, how many? How many? There could be eight. eight, could be eight. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is one of those things that really gets like for me, like the the adrenaline pumping and like the butterflies going. It's like the idea of of Harry and Delhi attacking and, and coming up against Toby and Yan. It's weird isn't competitively it? in a game that might actually mean something. If, if if either England or Belgium slip up in their second game, that third game is a must win. Absolutely. Um, that is just fucking mental, isn't it? Like seeing those guys going up against each other. Are, are, are Toby Alderweireld and Jan Vertonghen better defenders than Ali and Kane are forwards? Never had to think oh, about that. Alderweireld <laughs> and all right. Jan, An easier home. way to answer that is: Who do you think will come off better in that exchange? Um, oh, you'll get a goal out of those two, I reckon. <sighs> if Delhi's playing as well, I reckon you'll get a goal out of that. Delhi will get in their heads. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes. Yeah. Can you, you imagine? imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Going, I've always fucking hated you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never even liked you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Belgium is the fucking worst place I've ever been to on earth. It's a shit off. Yeah. If you if you were Martinez, knowing that there's going to be like a, a good three or four Spurs players in the England team, would you? Like make an effort to put more Spurs players in the Belgian team. Yeah. Or would you avoid it? No, no, I would. If because I, they know each other. Like, yeah, no, it, it, it's much more beneficial for Alderweireld and Jan Vertonghen to know the forwards they're up against than it is the other way around. So if you were him, would you start Moussa? Because he hasn't been starting games. I don't think that. I, don't, I think Moussa and Dembele is less important. But the, the defenders will know so much more about the how. Kane and Deli Ali work together. Then, you know, and and you know, what my point is is that attackers have to make the, the, the motions. Defenders react to what's going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the attackers have to push the play. It doesn't really work the other way around. Not does it? really. They're in a more beneficial. You position. don't put the attackers on because they know the way that those defenders defend. Not really. No, they have to play their own game in their own head. Chadley's there as well. Chadders came on the other day. We've missed Chaders. him, haven't we? Didn't he? I was, I was like amazed when he came on. I was like, what the fuck is Natalia Chadley coming on in the World Cup game? Yeah. I love him. Having played half a season for West Brom. I know. Um, it is what it is. Uh, so, what are your predictions for the Panama game? How do you think it will play out? And finally, so I might not speak to you again. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, Ever. <laughs> is really Ever. I mean, again, but before the World Cup. Uh, where, where, where do you see... England finishing realistically in your head mm. and in your heart so. uh, I think England-Panama I think it's going to be a comfortable win 2-0 3-0 I think for England would be would be good yeah. uh, hopefully hat-trick for Harry Kane on his way to the uh, the golden boot Bosh. I think realistically for England it's got to be quarter-finals I think at this stage would be realistic as it stands um, semi-finals would be incredible but would yeah be. quarter-finals would be amazing as well. I can see us walking into that Panama game being really, really confident, playing the first 20 minutes, creating loads of chances, and then not scoring until about the 85th minute, and then banging two or three in really late on, but but dragging it out, making that 85 minutes. I like winning that way. 
But it, does, it doesn't build confidence. It doesn't build confidence, and that's what we do. And in terms of how far we'll go, I think it very much depends on a lot of the other teams that are in it. Because mm. I, I don't think this team is going to bottle it if we're in, in the knockout stages. But I do think it's going to come down to who we come up against. And if you've got teams like Argentina and Germany not making it through, then... Football's coming home. It is coming home, lads. It's actually No, it is actually. I mean, like, all jokes aside, it's coming home. Imagine. Do you see, you know, you saw the scenes of, like, people going mental when we just about beat Tunisia. If we're in the World Cup, people are going to lose their minds. It's going to be mental. What? Obviously, because we we work around England games. It's crucial. Yeah. 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 We're in the final. Yeah. What do we do? I mean, I resign. You resign to go and watch it? Yeah. As opposed to work. <laughs> I've just realised that, effectively, you're my boss. Fired. <laughs> I'll fire you before you do <laughs> why would you? Why would you need to resign in order to go and watch it? Because you're doing the games on a Sunday. But you, you'd no, work. Got, we'll be working. So, so, so basically, if we, if we were working it, we might not necessarily be watching it at a pub, having a great time. We might be in this room thinking, watching it thinking thinking absorbing. oh we've got to analyse the game and we've got talking. to do some analysis what I've just realised is I've booked holiday and it's been booked for about 8 months so I'm for fine, the work I'm fine yeah. anyway so I don't need to resign I think we could we'll cross that bridge when we come to it because what about the holiday no that's no, to the work I find but that, just, just so we get it on record you're I've definitely at, you're got the time off yeah, I don't know about that. Come on! I think I approve his one. I nearly said why I took it. Leave it. Come uh, out. Yeah, that can't come out just yet. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, if you like this better than this, talking about football better than this. No. Yes, the front free podcast. <laughs> wow. Go and listen to it. Hosted by yes. Adam. Come and come over and listen. Don't with Lawrence McKenna, free. with Nico One, Morales, Morales, the lovely Kristen Hennage. Yeah, and, and some Man Dave's there too. Statman Dave yeah. divides opinion. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does divide opinion. <laughs> but come over and listen. It's yeah. a great laugh. It's it very fun. It's very good fun. We have a good time. And Caven, uh, you've got. Oh, 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 when the Spurs? Oh, when the Spurs? How's it going? Are you oh, coming back next season? Spurs. Yeah, we'll make an appearance. We're, we've what, been erratic. Monthly or I don't know. I spoke to Crackers the other day, and he seemed very happy and chipper. Yeah. It's uh, just been a holiday though, that's probably why. Right, right. <laughs> you need to, got it, look, seriously, you need to pin it down. Yeah. You need to do a regular no. podcast. It's the future. Because it's not just the future, it is the future of Spurs podcasting, no when Spurs. But podcasting doesn't work, and you know because you work in the industry. I know. If you do it, don't do it regularly. I know. People, it's an appointment to view, they're waiting for their podcast. It's true. You they, know this, Kevin. I'm we not just get loads of action on Twitter. People telling us off because we're not doing podcasts. Well, they're anymore. fucking right. I'm telling you off right now. So I'm sorry. What's the problem? Let's, let's do this in front of all of the audience. Like they're listening. What's, what's, the, what's the problem? Why, why aren't it coming out? Name the, anybody. Who's the, who's the first? Is problem? it logistics? It's logistics. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all very busy. We're all we've all busy. Got very doing. busy. Do you think I'm not busy to do two podcasts? Do you think it's not difficult for me? I don't mind that. But you're here. He's here, you're in a little, like there's a studio available to you at any time. Very true. Buck your ideas up is what I'm saying, Kate. Okay. Yeah. I'll have a word with myself. Uh, the podcast will be back at some point next week uh, in the run-up to what is probably one of the... Probably not even that big, it's probably three by now, so it's just an A game against Belgium. But um, yeah, me, uh, James Alcott of Bull Street and Sam Peoples of United People's TV, if you've never heard of that. Uh, probably not. Uh, yeah, talking about stuff... On the way to Belgium from a van. Are you are you going to be recording in the van? I don't know. I hope just, so. Who knows? We just need basically an hour's downtime when we're not working. And I'm going to say, can we do a bit more for me? <laughs> uh, yes. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.
Top draw hall when she don't see box Everybody wanna come and run it, find it funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy Fighting cock and we don't give a shit Everybody knows flat baits and prick We can get a sticky in the mini, suck it willy When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.